everyone. Welcome back to the R&I Variety Show. I'm Rama. Woohoo, and I'm Isabel. Woohoo, indeed. Uh, and we're back with, uh, what is this, episode three? It is indeed. Dang, it's been so long. <laughs> All right. Well, so um, we uh, we hope that you guys have been enjoying some of this that's gone out. Our schedules have been a little weird just because... Um, I'm in school and I'm a hopeless ADD <laughs> nuthead, and uh, we also went to Hawaii to see my brother, so we've been busy kids. Yeah, um, yeah but we're back, and we're going to do a fun little uh, trivia activity thingamajigger. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Yep, we figured we'd do some little like uh, icebreaker type questions just for fun, just to mix it up a bit, um, and yeah. We're posting this a little late, but as Rama said, we hope you've uh, been enjoying the few episodes we have out, and don't forget to uh, reach out. We'd love to, uh, you know, converse with you all. Answer and some questions. Yeah. No question is too deep or too prying or too graphic. Let's go. Yeah. Um. So we do have a couple little, like, overall categories categories yeah, question categories where do we begin um do we start think, with a rando one i think let's start with one of these would you if you could let's start with if you could okay cards cool picked it random pick a card any card there we are and you pick you've a got card. one i've got one if it's too dumb we'll get another i'm gonna pick one. another card yeah i mean we can still answer it but agree we, yeah you first okay my card says if you could live in a sitcom, which one would it be and why? Hmm. It's going to take me a second to think about. Do you have one hmm. off the top of your head? A sitcom I would live in and why? Friends. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Friends. I would never. I would I would rather die. Um, <laughs> shoot. I'm not a big sitcom person. Mm-hmm. I honestly, I might go like really old school and say Seinfeld. Yeah, because that's kind of our like. We think there's two kinds of people. Seinfeld. Well, there <laughs> might be a third kind of people. People who don't give a shit. Yeah, but Seinfeld or Friends, because like they're both equally dumb, but Seinfeld is also smart. Yeah, I mean, and I've told you this before, which is funny because. Uh, it's more relatable now like one of my brother's friends thought he was so cool for watching Seinfeld because mm. uh yeah he hated on people that watched friends and this was like when I was a kid so I mean we watched friends occasionally because mm-hmm. it was just on tv sure. uh but I didn't really know what was going on most of the time but now that I look back and realize what the shows are about it's kind of just funny yeah like it's I don't know. You can't you can't love Seinfeld as a as a kid as a <laughs> yeah, young no. as a young person. Yeah, it's very hard. Yeah, it's just uh, it's it's over my head. <laughs> well, it was <laughs> over your head. Yeah. Now you're better. Yeah. Now I can uh, grasp the nothingness. Yeah. Which is the show. Embrace the meaninglessness of life. <laughs> yes, exactly. Also, they're like fucking real people. Mm-hmm. Like they have bills to pay and like weird friends and like. <laughs> screwed up jobs and like i can relate to people in seinfeld i can't relate to people in friends it's a it's a lot harder i think but i mean we also haven't watched it in a very long time so who knows maybe there's some appeal but anyways regardless (laughs) we're not here to justify (laughs) we're not just here to bash bash on friends and uh Uh, uphold seinfeld have you picked a have you picked a side here no i think i'm going with a sitcom seinfeld yeah, I don't really watch a lot of sitcoms either. Yeah. So, like, I mean, the only show I can think of would be, like, The Office, because it's, oh, like, yeah. you know, a show I, I, I love a lot and think is funny. I was but, a huge fan for, for a number of years. Yeah. yeah. But, like, would I want to be in The Office? I don't know. No. Like, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the only other sitcoms I know I watched were, like, like we watched Full House, you know? Yeah. But again, like, I don't really want to be in that show. Yeah. <laughs> it, I think the just the notion of wanting to live in a sitcom is like, like Groundhog Day. Yeah. Like. I could totally like see that. Like trapped in a t- temporal loop. Yeah. And like, it would be torture. 
it could be, yeah. It would be torture. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's like um, we did watch uh, WandaVision, which like is, you know, <laughs> is a sitcom. Yep. And yep. like, uh, obviously, if you haven't seen that show, no spoilers. But yeah. like, uh, they so- do change kind of like the sitcoms like through the years almost which is an interesting thing to see it's a mind bender it's actually really fun yeah and i'm not a huge marvel fan anymore just because it's too like there's too many movies to keep track of yeah yeah but like wandavision was actually really clever yeah yeah okay but yeah so yeah we're gonna do 15 minutes on this and it's not even a great question (laughs) this is true okay next mine if you could change one thing about the way you were raised, what would you change? Oh my god! My mom would have gone to therapy. <laughs> ba bam. Oof. Yeah. Yep. 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 Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, well, honest, and you know, honestly, how deep do we really want to go with this question? I don't know. This is a deep ass question. That is a and pretty deep this one. Is, I was literally talking <laughs> with somebody today about this. Yeah. Like, if my mom had gone to therapy, everything would have been different. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. But I mean, obviously, it also depends on the type of therapy, you know, and if how it committed. And, yeah, yeah for so sure. like, there's there's still levels there, which like, how do we know for sure that that would have been it, what changed it, things? If my mom had been able to heal her attachment wounds. Yeah. 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 Or is practiced that, what that, she preached. Yeah. Because my so for those who anybody listening to this almost certainly knows, <laughs> but. Like, my mom thought she was a hippie, and she wasn't. Like, she was really just a weird, like, desperate, mentally ill person. And, like, I love weird, desperate, mentally ill people, but having one for a parent was kind of hard. Yeah. So, like... Well, you... I mean, you had to learn to love that, basically. Yeah. It's not like you knew then that you needed to love that but you kind of had to adapt to that situation yeah but yeah i I definitely saw the value in those people and you know i I consider myself one of those people oh yeah i'm doing better than i used to obviously but Mm -hmm. like yeah Yeah. therapy i think all of us just need to understand ourselves Mm -hmm. um in a healthy way and i think that our culture and our families have been so badly used sort of um throughout Mm -hmm. history like you know even people who grew up wealthy or whatever like they're not mentally healthy either Mm -hmm. like i think everybody needs to struggle toward health because our cultures have kind of destroyed it for all of us i'll stop there because i'll i'll just go on and on and on that question was tailor-made for me yeah i know and again i feel bad because it's like i want to answer these but I don't know what I would change from my childhood. Yeah. I mean. Simple things like it would have been nice if we had more money. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, it would have been like, nice if my dad stuck around. My mom yeah. didn't leave him for somebody awful. Not I that mean, my dad was a great dude, but. <laughs> yeah. Which he decidedly I mean, is not. But still. I hate to be one of those people, but it's like I feel like the struggle is kind of what made me who I am. hundred you know? percent. So it's yeah. like, do I change that and then change the outcome? Mm. You know? Yeah. Which is is always hard. Yeah. Because it's it's that variable of like the unknown of how that would have turned out. Like, yeah, you know, it would have been cool to, I don't know, not have to be alone so much as a kid. Yeah. But also then I I don't know. I don't know if I would have become extroverted or mm. not. And mm. then, like, that changes kind of a lot of who I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. That's I it, feel like that's just kind of, like, a hard thing to answer. Unless, yeah, yeah like, you have something very or, clear. Or you're taking it very lightly. Yeah. You know, like, that. if you want to take this question lightly, it would be things like, I wish we camped more. Yeah. I wish my dad would have played video games with me. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, For yawn. Sure. <laughs> I mean that's I mean yeah there's like some there's something to be said for those things but right. it's like yeah I don't know if I, I had th- one th- yeah it's like if I had one thing to change <laughs> I'm not blowing my wish on something stupid come on yeah yeah 
But yeah, I don't know. We I think we always think of things too deeply anyways. So yeah. it's not like there's a yeah. way we would think of it in right. a in a less right. serious and, way. And there's no like we we could have drinks, we'd still go dark. Yeah. There's never there's never a moment where we're like, hee hee hee, life is so much fun. Yeah. Okay, okay, those were good. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. And then what's next? Would let's you do, rather? Yeah, let's do some would you rather. We're, we're gonna do another card. Would you rather? Pick a card, any card. Go with this set. All right. That's what's up. Yeah. Okay. Should I go first this yeah, time? Yeah, you go first. All right. Oh. Mine says, would you rather date someone you love or date someone who loves you? <laughs> <laughs> that this, is so funny. <laughs> uh, this is, these questions are too deep or... We're too deep for these questions. Yeah. I would never, never again, <laughs> never, ever, ever again in my life be with someone I didn't love who didn't love me the same. Mm -hmm. Like, fuck the premise of this question <laughs> forever. I, mean, I, would, I would never, ever date somebody I didn't love, and I would never date somebody... Who didn't love me the same. For sure. Like, fuck that. I mean, and it's a bummer to think like that anyone would want to put themselves in that situation. Mm -hmm. Again, I think we we're just a little too deep for these questions. <laughs> but like, because ideally you want the person to that you're dating to love you and you want to love them back. Why right. would you want it to only be one sided? Like right. that just seems very silly. Um, so I hope people get better ideas of relationships because well, I mean, that's you, just sad you know there's this there's this notion that like you'll find the person who completes you or mm -hmm. you know uh, love at first sight and like i mean those things are nice like those are nice ideas but and i, I mean look at is... the relationships you've seen in your life who who has that relationship I you mean, know, there's problems. Yeah, it's very few times that that is what exactly happens, mm -hmm. you know, but I don't know. I mean, especially now, like relationships are so different than what they used to mm. be. True. So it's like, True. regardless of like love at first sight or whatever, you know, it, it just doesn't naturally happen like that anymore. So I don't know. Just the idea that, again, you would put yourself in a situation where it's one sided emotions like yeah. it's a little sad yeah neither of those situations is now now when we let look let's milk this one for two more minutes okay, okay. <laughs> like when we got together like we were explicitly friends first dating like Dating as long as it was good, mm -hmm. as it as long as it was right, as long as it felt good, and it, we were very explicit. If you don't want to be here anymore, you may leave. Mm -hmm. You like you have a get out of jail free card. You can break up. We we did very briefly for like four days <laughs> or a week or something. Yeah. Um, because I was trapped, mm -hmm. right, and you weren't trapped the same way but you were trapped in a mindset you know and like trying to make something work that wasn't ever gonna work because you you can't make a relationship work one-sided yeah you, you, there's no way to love somebody enough that they will love you back yeah and there's no way to love somebody enough that they will get better air quotes for sure you know and like when we got together, we were very out front, outright, open about it. If this isn't working, it should end, mm -hmm. right? And I think that, you know, it ended up that that was a good way to start because when we had to make those decisions, like, is this something that we're going to commit to? We were able to say no is an option. Mm-hmm. Like, no has to be an option, you know? Like, yeah. And I think that, that helped us to kind of, like, fall in love without a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, 
It's definitely a unique situation that we were in. Hmm. Um, just because of a lot of different factors, but that's episode four. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it just it it just worked out well, and yeah. I mean, you're like my best friend yeah and we kiss sometimes so yeah <laughs> and we cook each other dinner yeah yeah like i i don't know i've never wanted a relationship with anyone that's not my best friend first right basically right. so i don't know for me it's it's almost like more relational mm-hmm. than like I, I mean that's why i i personally have loved calling you my partner like yep. Like we're we're together in this, and like we're two separate people, obviously. But it's like we get to do things united, and like that's the difference. Yeah, I don't know in my brain. Yeah, there's there's no hierarchy. There's no gender norms. Not yeah. not that we don't embody certain gender roles now and then. Like, um, we were talking about that earlier. Like, yeah. I don't like that I haven't been cooking you dinner. <laughs> Yeah. Um, because I'm, you know, busy with school and busy having panic attacks every other day. But like, you know, we don't, we don't want. We don't expect uh, uh, gendered roles of each other. Right. Like we both do all of the same chores. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyways, detracting from the question mm. a little, yeah. <laughs> as one does. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Bam. You okay. want you want to love the person. Yeah, I would never I would never settle for an either or ever in a million yes. years. That's how I would know that it was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this one's kind of fun. So mine says, would you rather be the funniest or smartest person in the room? And I want to be the funniest. That's right. <laughs> Fu- being the funniest is being the smartest person. Boom. <laughs> usually. Usually. If you're if you're funny, like if you're a uh, witty you could you, right. you're like a smart funny person right um i just making Not people laugh fart jokes all day long. yeah exactly making people there's laugh anything wrong with fart jokes i know i still laugh at a fart joke <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but i don't know making people laugh i feel like it's more enjoyable than like teaching people stuff because yeah. like yeah being smart is cool like obviously no nothing bad about that but it's like if you're the smartest person are you like smarmy about it or are you like you know like are are you you, a huge douche about it yeah like are you gonna be cool or are you just gonna be like well actually it's (laughs) like (laughs) every time it's always a well actually it's like no dude like yeah i don't want to be that guy well mm, because (laughs) yeah 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 and honestly like that like that dichotomy is you know there's a million other things you could be but like, I always thought of myself as the smartest kid in the room, and I and I wasn't. Um, I was just su- super insecure about my value. So like, I didn't get, I didn't get any self esteem bump that was meaningful or healthy for me from being smart. Mm. Like, like it twisted me up, mm. you know. And then, like, I love being funny. I love being the... F- I think I'm funny. Um, Everyone says I'm funny. So everybody, I'm yeah, right. <laughs> Everyone awkwardly laughs when I crack a joke. But, like, I would... At this point, I would honestly much rather be the funny person. We've, we talked, we've talked about everything in our relationship. But, like, being cool, like, being chill and accepting and kind and silly um, and goofy is so much more important to me than being right or being, you know, appreciated for my intellect. Like I would much rather people experienced my energy as light and fun and healthy Mm -hmm. and positive. Um, Even though I am really serious and dark, but like I. We can laugh about it though. Right. We put put the fun in funeral, dude. Bam, baby. (laughs) Oh, shit. I love it. That's right. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, like, there's something to be said, too, for, like, taking things too seriously, you know? Like, being funny means that you can kind of, like, you know, lighten the mood. And, like, 
You know, I, I'd rather be that person instead of the person mm-hmm. that keeps mm-hmm. things serious. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I would agree. I'm I'm very much the same. Like, I'm happy to talk deep, dark stuff all the time. Yeah. Not that I usually do, but yeah. um, <clears throat> I don't know. It's just more fun to kind of make it funny to talk about. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know. Easier to talk about heavy stuff with, you know, a drink in your hand and a laugh, you know. Oh, yeah. Something witty to say. Right. <laughs> All, All right. right. What's up? What's this? We're Rando. moving on to random. Random. I will choose first. Yes. And then you get to go first. Here, let me trade you. Okay. I don't know. I'll get this one, I guess. That's the one. All right. I'm going first? Yes. Okay. <laughs> What's your most used emoji? That's a great question because I don't know. Also, I mean, it doesn't really show you anymore. Uh-huh. Um. I mean, I'm going to guess that my most used emoji is the, like, smiling face with the little drop on his face. So it's like, I think they say it's like the anxious one. Yeah. Or something like like that. Like laughing while crying kind of. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't know how to describe. Let me see if there's like a uh, description of this. Look (laughs) up. You're right. (laughs) Let's see. Smiling face with open mouth and cold sweat cold emoji. Sweat emoji, what a bizarre! That's such an anime. That's literally what it. It says yeah. grinning face with sweat emoji. Yeah, the grinning face with sweat emoji is used to indicate the particular kind of relief experienced after narrowly avoiding disaster. This emoji can also let folks know you are hot and sweaty from exercise spicy food or seeing a sexy babe okay dictionary.com <laughs> yeah, wow <laughs> that is quite that is the... so not how i never <laughs> none of those situations is ever what i'm attempting to express yeah. with that with that face let's see urban dictionary and i use it a lot like a <laughs> yeah. lot a lot i love using it honestly yeah. it is probably my favorite emoji because i just always mm-hmm. feel like haha it, like yeah e, it, like... actually it, i'm looking just just at the last like twelve thousand <laughs> texts that you sent me <laughs> our relationship began basically with long text exchanges yeah so like we we kind of take text messaging to another level here, but uh, one there's one there's a shaka there's one there's three four <laughs> plus a monkey see no evil there's a fifth six seven eight nine <laughs> ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen sixteen upside down smiley face oh I also love that I love one that one seventeen. So just in the last like two days, you've emo- you've texted me that seventeen times. <laughs> yeah, it's my it's probably That's, my it's favorite. It's gotta be. It's yeah. gotta be my favorite. Well, what's your most used? That's most, the question. Yeah. What well, what is it? Most used. What is it? I'm, I well, I mean, I don't see it here. You have to do this thing. Yeah. So you have the kissy face. The kissy face is, well, I mean, that might be the most recently used one. I know. I'm just gonna I, guess that that's my most. I think most the blown, used. the wink with a blown kiss. Is almost certainly my most used. That's what I'm saying. Emoji. Yeah. 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 Winky face with blown kiss. Yeah. What does that one mean? Urban Dictionary. Oh, I gotta look it up. Hold on. Oh yeah, I didn't even read the Urban. Di- so the Urban Dictionary one for mine. Oh yeah. Just yeah. briefly, it says an embarrassed smile. Embarrassed smile. Uh, I like use that. Use it when you are embarrassingly speechless. I love it. The, this emoji is used in some things funny, but not super funny. Kind of a groaner. Yeah, yeah, I, I could totally see that. I, I would agree yep, with that. Yep, that's yeah. I don't know see, what like dictionary, Urban dictionary is talking yeah. about. That's some bullshit. Urban dictionary is more accurate. <laughs> yes, at least in our usage. Yeah. So it's called the yellow face winking with puckered lips, blowing a kiss. Um, it may represent a kiss goodbye or good night and convey feelings of love and affection more generally. Uh, smooch moi, the winky yep. kissy face throws a kiss yep. emoji or kissing face is mostly used to express romantic affection or appreciation. I would agree with that completely. And then I would also say that I send that kissy winky face to everyone yeah like i'm sure i've texted that to my tax 
person. <laughs> like, <laughs> I send that to everyone. You really do. Co-workers, yeah. family members. Yeah. Like, For literally everything. Yeah. Like, it's not even like something that needs that requires a kiss <laughs> yeah no it would, it, a it's, kiss a kiss and a wink would never be appropriate no with, with those people and then it's absolutely still the winky face kissy emoji that i will send to everyone yeah and i would probably agree i, I can probably count back like the last few days because you'd send it pretty regularly yeah you actually haven't sent it that much. Or just lately. the face with three hearts floating around it. That one's that one's Oh, that lot. one's also really cute. Yeah. I send that one a lot. Moi. I just say moi. Yeah, like, sometimes you out. just say it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, this is the rare instance that you haven't sent it much recently, but that's okay. Yeah. We were together a lot recently, so yeah, I didn't have to. Very true. Yeah. Okay, what's your card? Oh, I have a card? Yeah. What's the best hotel you've ever stayed in and why? Ooh. <sighs> I mean, the best, technically the fanciest. Was... Okay, they didn't say fanciest, though. I mean. Do you feel like it's warranted as the best? I, we had a butler. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> who, like, offered to unpack our luggage for us. Wow. That's um, pretty next level. That was insane. I'm sure it was, like thousands of dollars a night that's a whole other thing yeah i would say uh i so that was in hanalei bay on Kauai. um the other one was uh i think it's actually the same hotel group um in like the financial district in san francisco mm-hmm. their their house car like the the car that you know they'll they'll pick you up or drop you off somewhere if you're a high roller kind of a thing was an actual fucking bentley oh wow um which i never got to ride in wow which is which is fine what i would say however is that um both of those trips were so painful mm-hmm. and awful and traumatizing that I couldn't enjoy, I couldn't actually enjoy any of the luxuries. Mm -hmm. Um, I also knew um, that the cost of those amenities was so high as to be entirely unsustainable and completely irresponsible. Mm -hmm. Um, Those decisions weren't up to me Mm -hmm. at the time, so I kind of just had to deal. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I mean, the best hotels i've ever stayed in those would have to be technically speaking to answer the question to per this per the question but um like i i everywhere we're asleep together <laughs> is my favorite place in the world so Aww. i don't like it, i don't know i'm thinking of like a hotel we stayed like a shortly after we had like broken up for a week <laughs> that was pretty great that was a nice trip. Oh, my. Um, there was the kooky, weird, little, tiny house Airbnb we stayed in in, like, Julian. No, no, that was Idlewild. Uh, yeah. That was Idlewild. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really fun. What was the place we stayed in, Julian? What was that one like? It was, like, a tiny little house. Um, it, I'm getting them confused in my head. It, it was like two stories. Yeah. And you slept on the couch. I remember that one. That was like kind we, of creepy. <laughs> didn't we stay over in Julian mm. though one night? No, we haven't. Did We've, we just day trip it? We just day tripped. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I Yeah, I mean yeah. I would say same. Like uh I would include Airbnbs because I mean they're mm-hmm. kind of sure. That's the new modern oh. hotels. Oh no, dude. We went when we saw Courtney Barnett. I know. That's the one I was going to say. That's the one. Yeah. That one was really nice. Well, tell us that one. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we in like December for our anniversary, we just hung out in San Diego um, and we had a little Airbnb. It was basically just a room. Um, it was so nice. In though. someone's like house. Uh, obviously, like, se- like separate from like the main house. Yeah. Because. Um, you know, yeah, 
the, the current times. The, but the vibe was um, so good. Yeah, it, was it was so secluded. Yeah, it was really nice. And yeah. like it was super close to everything and like we didn't have to really drive all that far and um it's funny because like that's probably the most time I've spent in San Diego, mm. um, like just doing random yeah. different little stuff, yeah. like um, hours in a row. Yeah, like, the most, the longest period of time in a row. Yeah. yeah, so that was fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we were there for just like a weekend, basically. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we saw Courtney Barnett. Um, which Bardie's was so Strange. good. Yeah. I think Barty's Strange was the other. I think was so. Was that the headliner? No, that... Uh, or was that the uh, opening act, rather? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. Courtney Barnett's amazing, mm-hmm. also. Uh, what okay. should we do for the last one? That's it. Um, last one? No, there's two more. We have experiences. Do you want to do two more? And then we have deep, and then we have life. We got to do deep okay. last. All right. So we can do life or experiences. Uh... What do you want to do? I'm asking you. <laughs> um, Why do I have to make this decision? I don't know. I don't know what life includes. Let's do it then. Okay. We're gonna figure it out. I feel like we've done experiences before. Oh, I've never done an experience ever. Not ever once in my whole life. <laughs> Is that the one you want? I think there so. I'm having trouble. I'll help. They're sticky. That's why we don't oh, even use these. We've never used these. That's, that's what I'm why. saying. Okay, that's why they're sticky. Uh, did you go first last time? I think so. You did. I think I made you go first. What's your, my favorite family tradition? To talk about things that are so deep, so painful, and so intense that people get uncomfortable and leave. <laughs> and the just the core, like my brother... My my twin brother, my older brother, and my sister are the only ones left in the room who are actually enjoying the conversation. Yeah. And, like, everybody else is like, God damn, are you a bunch of Debbie Downers? And we're like, nah, dude, we love this shit. <laughs> like, we live to, like, just heart to heart. Mm-hmm. You're like, just pour pain back and forth. Like, mm-hmm. just, ugh. Man, I love that. <laughs> yeah uh we're we're nice to each other too Mm -hmm. like like we care yeah you know like if that's a family tradition to like talk deep and care about mm -hmm. one another it's very loving Mm -hmm. even though it's like you know conversations people would consider difficult you guys do it in a very lovingly way so yeah Yeah. it's really good yeah i'm so glad you were able to come (laughs) to that yeah it was good yeah it's cool um my favorite family tradition. I mean, we don't really do a ton anymore, which is, uh, you know, just the way things happen. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, some of my favorite traditions that I'll, like, never forget are, uh, like, making tamales um, during, uh, usually it would be, like, for Christmas, I want to say. Um, one of my, like, most memorable times was, like, when we did it at my grandma's house um and like all the family was there and everyone was helping um mm-hmm. which was really cool and like i've wanted to to try and like help continue that tradition but whether or not it be it remains a tradition is kind of you mm. know i mean i i i joined in this year so yeah. that was that was beautiful no yeah i mean it was we... my first tamale bake <laughs> for sure it was really good it was cool but like basically it would be cool to have like my brothers there you know and my nephew and niece now and just like kind of like creating that that tradition again Mm -hmm. you know reestablishing it Mm -hmm. i guess Mm -hmm. um, would be nice what about our like our own traditions like you and me like do we have Mm. traditions that we i mean we've gotten christmas trees two years in a row Mm -hmm. right (laughs) um I don't know if we have any like real set traditions. I mean, I love decorating for Halloween and like that time of year because it's just so much fun to me. Yeah. Um, I think honestly, that's if, if we have a tradition and you know, honestly, like the pandemic has been what it's been. Yeah. Kind of makes a lot of those traditions impossible, Mm -hmm. but like decorating for Halloween 
decorating for Christmas too, but like decorating for Halloween, honestly, we go, we go pretty hard for Halloween. We yeah. still have bats up on the wall. We did not take them down <laughs> yeah. for Christmas. The bats are a part of the decor period. Yeah. They just live here. They now. just live here. So <laughs> Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. Decorating and, yeah. together is pretty, yeah. pretty good. That's what I was going to say. It's like kind of just creating our space together yeah. has just been yeah. magical. Yeah. And like, this Fully. is our home. Fully. Yeah. Mwah. What's Mwah. yours? Mine says, what's something you believed earlier in your career but think about differently now? Well, first of all, I don't have a career. Ha <laughs> 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 So there's that. But I guess uh, I'll answer it as though like what I've studied um, as a career or like to be a career. Because um, I went to school for photography, as most may know, listening to this. Um, and I really enjoyed it. One, I really enjoyed that experience all in itself um it taught me a lot i learned a lot um it really changed the way that i see art and everything and um i do feel that um art and like the education behind understanding art is really valuable um mm -hmm. which i think some people don't always realize because, like, uh, especially for photography, because it's a medium in which anyone can access now, um, it, it is really cool what you can see from people that are considered uh, amateurs, you know, like, not necessarily maybe have studied. But there are fundamentals that everyone learns, and I think those are important. But anyways, regardless, um, I think one thing for me personally, as someone who is a maker um like kind of realizing like the hierarchy of art and like the art world and what that means and what makers are kind of stereotyped as or kind of like typecasted as um i don't know like it's just it's a very the business side of art is so much less cool than the yes. creative side of art. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And it's like, it's really unappealing. Mm. Um, and like, I've, you know, I have, I also haven't made anything substantial in the last few years since graduating, which is something I'm personally trying to deal with. But like, I've, I've come to realize that I don't, want to be in museums and like I I already like have a hard enough time <laughs> talking about my work and like that's a challenge in itself but I think I don't need to be in like the limelight for my work mm -hmm. um and uh I'm happy to like share what I make but I don't think it's important for me to become like the best photographer or best artist yeah like it's not it's not critical to get that status for me anymore mm. what i want to do is just make you mm. know so like mm. realizing that for myself i think has been really important um and i wouldn't have known that had i not gone to school and kind of gotten that education and like realized mm. what mm. it what it means to kind of be in those spaces um which again is i feel like even this could be like its own conversation because it's yeah. it, it's um it's really intricate like the details of what <laughs> what the art world is basically sure, sure do you have an answer for <sighs> something i believe earlier in my career so we did the math not long ago and I have attempted higher education eight times. So I started, I got a GED several years after I would have graduated from high school because I dropped out and I, I got a GED and then I scored well on the ACT, I think it was, um, and went to the University of Wisconsin, Green Bay. Um, did none of my homework and flunked all my classes. <laughs> um, 
and then you know continued you know got got off of academic probation so i did like two semesters there and then was still on academic probation so i went to a tech school and then i was i think i went back to uwgb a, a second time then so that was like four three attempts already and so i've gone to school a number of times and my major my notion of what i was there for has changed like every single time so at one point i thought i was getting an going to be an architect. Um, I've wanted to be a writer. Um, I've wanted to be a chemical engineer, which was probably the dumbest thing <laughs> I've ever thought about myself. As far as like professional world, like, you have to be good at math to be an engineer. <laughs> like, what the hell was I thinking? Um, so at this point, I have found I have found an interest that will sustain that I will be able to sustain, um, which is psychology, because it's been, you know, mental health and and those kinds of challenges are something that have made so many major impacts in my life, and finally reading about what was going on with myself with my family situation but you know m multiple different family situations like um the damage that's caused by neglect the damage that's caused by abuse mm -hmm. all those things so so p picking a career that i'm actually interested enough in to do into my old age is probably the game changer mm -hmm. to find something that I was actually passionate about yeah. that would sustain my, because with ADHD um, and with, and with autism, even if you're not interested in it, you can't do it. You can't like, it's not up to me. Like if I'm not interested in the subject, forcing myself to do every single task is grueling mm -hmm. like excruciating struggle mm -hmm. so being fascinated by something is the game changer and like it takes people a long time to find that sometimes a lot of people never do mm -hmm. um so you know just just having having no illusions about my interests uh has has changed mm -hmm. everything so now i'm you know, and now I'm dedicated to it. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm looking for graduate schools. And, and I really do think that this is the one that's going to get me to the end of a bachelor, bachelor's degree, and then probably a master's or PhD or something. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but the, that's the game changer is like, when you're young, for the most part, you don't know what the fuck you want to do with your life. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't know what the world is about. You don't know what your interests are. You don't know what's you know, you don't know, you don't know what's going on in your own head, like meta metacognition, being able to think about thinking is just not a skill people have mm -hmm. when they're young. Very few, very yeah. few people really understand themselves well. And, you know, you grow and you change a lot. And, you know, being comfortable with that change is, is huge. But finally finding a passion, that's probably my biggest change. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Thank and then you. Uh, we're get, we're getting up to the uh, forty five minute mark here, so um, let's just do one maybe. No, we got to do two. We got to do one <laughs> and one. All right. We're gonna, we're going deep. All we're right. skipping. We're skipping experiences because I've never had an experience. I don't know what that's even about. <laughs> but I do go deep. That's it. That's the one. Um, All right. I think you go first this time. Okay. What mistake do you keep making over and over again? Ooh. What mistake? I mean, we've kind of talked about this before, you and I. Mm. Um, that one, I don't know if I would call it a mistake, though, but um, I would say I, I definitely just don't put myself first ever. Mm. <laughs> Um, in terms of like 
self-care and stuff like that like we we were kind of not joking about it but um I I really I really struggle with like routines for myself Mm. so like you know I I don't always wash my face or like you know don't come for me but I don't always brush my teeth you know like (sighs) I know it's I feel gross saying it out loud mm. but like there are just some things I don't do for myself as much as I should mm. um and like I- I'm always happy to like do other things outside of <laughs> myself like I'm supposed to do this let's do that instead. yeah like yeah. like I will like clean toilets before I like care for myself which is huh. you know I don't know a weird habit that i've like made for myself basically um and like yeah it's like a it's bad to not do the things i should be doing for myself right but i I don't know it's it's a hard like almost habit that i need to break before i can like really keep a routine um i would say my just to to get my two cents in on this question totally the same like I, I cannot stick to schedules I have such a hard time sticking to to schedules or mm-hmm. habits or to-do lists mm-hmm. or you know routines um which is kind of like you know I'm always scrambling to figure out what's what the next thing I need to do is to get out of the house on time mm-hmm. stuff like that but like for me I think the mistake I keep making over and over again is forgetting how much I know about myself and my habits and my mind and my needs and routines and quirks of anxiety and, you know, self-destructive tendencies and things like that. And I know so much about those things now. And I still forget to use the knowledge that I have. And I forget to implement those habits or schedules or Mm um those those kind of cognitive skills that i've gained that i just forget to use when i'm when i'm on the spot when i need them when i'm when i'm being guided through something they're totally there i'm great you know like um you know like deep centering kind of meditative breathing like with with my therapist i'm phenomenal at doing (laughs) that like i can go I can get very centered, very deep, very receptive to like my in, interior monologue, whatever, mm-hmm. um, that, you know, my interior parts mm-hmm. very easily. But when that skill would be most useful is when I'm not in therapy, mm-hmm. <laughs> not during my one hour week <laughs> therapy session, yeah, one hour per week. But when I'm struggling, you know, every other minute of every other day and like, you know, I, I have the skills to, to take care of myself better mm-hmm. and I forget to use them. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's like, it's not hard to admit it, but it's like, I do feel like ashamed yeah. <laughs> of how like poorly I actually care for myself. Because I mean, it's it's an obvious like okay, like, you're depressed, we get it, you know, like, <laughs> you know, but it's like, no, like, I know I also need to be taking the steps I need to, to, like, do better, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like, ah, like, my brain is just, like, the pressure to keep up with habits and yeah. shit is yeah. just, like, overwhelming, and yeah. it's like, I feel... I, and then again, it's just like, it's just a cycle in my brain where it's like, oh no, I fucked up and I didn't fucking follow this nine step skincare routine, you know, like, and I do that to myself. Like, I don't need to be doing all of that, but Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. It's, 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 it's frustrating to myself. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so it's like, yeah, it's a mistake I make towards myself. Like, you know, it's not. I I don't think I'm doing anything outwardly that like I keep doing over and over again. Um, But I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's That's, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, it's a big deal. That's a deep one. Uh, 
I mean, mine, how do I get, so now we're onto my card. Mm -hmm. How do you get in the way of your own success? (laughs) Honestly, I think this is almost the same damn question. Yeah. It's very similar. Do we pull another one? We know each other well enough that like, we've talked about all this before. Like we know these things already. Mm -hmm. I, I get in the way of my own success by not using the skills I know I already have, mm-hmm. you know? But I mean, I would say too, like, at least for one. my, okay. At least for myself, like I get in my way of my own success, but it's like, I'm my like actual worst critic. Yeah. And yeah. like before I was my worst critic, but like, it's like even now, like, especially after school, like I'm so much more my worst critic. Like, cause mm. It, mm. even like that, this is again, kind of going back to, why it's taken me so long to go back to creating it's like i now that i have all this knowledge (laughs) it's almost like what holds me back because i'm holding myself back even more because i know the standards at which i had for myself in school and it's like because i can't even meet that it's like then fucking don't even do anything ever again well i've i've said this before and i can't ever remember where the quote is from and I'm, i'm definitely paraphrasing it and botching it i'm sure but one of the things that holds us back is like we know what's good like we have good taste like <laughs> oh, yeah. you know if we have good taste in music and then we pick up a guitar for the first time and go plunk 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 oh my god i'm so bad at this it should sound like you know <laughs> and you're like plunk plunk and you're like okay i suck at guitar and like you know, if you're if if you love good writing, powerful writing, um, and then you write a couple words and you're like, I'm a piece of human garbage. Like, how is this? How are my thoughts so bad? How are my words so bad? Um, and we forget that it takes long, long years mm-hmm. of refining and building those skills and sucking and making shit that's awful yeah that we would cringe about five years from now Mm -hmm. like that process of vulnerability and of sticking with it Mm -hmm. no matter how dumb you think you are in that moment that's where those skills are made yeah so like we forget to like just yes it's gonna suck Mm -hmm. make something get it out there do this thing and get it done (sighs) for sure Um, Oh, dude. Uh, okay, so we're, this is the re- this is the redo over here. Okay. The next deep card. What are you most worried about with the next generation? Mm, that's a good question. I do feel like one. We are answering this as obviously not the next generation. Um, so we have some bias. <sighs> Fucking kids these days. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, fellow children. <laughs> um, so like. That's just the only reason I say that is because we've actually had this conversation before. And we've talked about every single one of these things a million <laughs> times already. So yeah. yeah. Um, and I feel like it, you know, I, I personally am always willing to leave room for that which is unknown. So oh, with that said, like, we... <laughs> We may we may have perceptions of what the next generation may like have or like what issues they may have and all of this stuff, but we wouldn't we can't know because yeah. we're just we're not yeah. a part of that next generation. So uh, well, like, and they're figuring it out exactly. You know, whoever this mythical next, whether it's Gen Z, or I mean, I Gen would Z plus plus, yeah, or whatever. It I comes would next. say because. Gen Z is the most current generation. Like that's to, to whom you could ascribe yeah. <laughs> some qualities in yeah. common. Yeah. Like I think because they're just they're they are the next step past us both. Um that that's kind of like who we imagine to be the next generation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like there's there's just before we fully give our answers, mm-hmm. there's just so much still, yeah, like kind of burgeoning if right, you will right that to, it's like to it's, unfold to yeah. be seen yeah yet still to be seen yeah yeah and i mean we can talk about it in more like yeah Bur- like future <laughs> you said burgeoning in a sentence yeah <laughs> so good it's silly um oh. 
we can talk about it in kind of like more future sense. But yeah. anyways, your thoughts. I, I we've talked about this so many times. I know. <laughs> but I, I I say the same shit over and over and over again. So I'm almost like, oh god, I'm gonna say it again. <laughs> I honestly, what I, I I'm I'm gonna start with the positive here. Mm-hmm. Most worried about with the next generation. Um, I think that this coming the coming generation, Gen Z, if you will, are deeply aware of the of the the broken system that we've inherited. Mm-hmm. And they're deeply aware of the emotional damage that our culture does to us. They're deeply anxious. They're they're fatalistic in a lot of ways about you know what has been done to the planet you know like they they've never lived in a world where global warming wasn't mm-hmm. a daily issue they've never lived in a world where there was even the most rudimentary political fairness mm-hmm. um they've never been able to believe in democracy they've never been able to believe in government they've never been able to believe in their parents they've never believed in their school systems they like so they're very um almost independent minded Mm -hmm. like they realize that the system is broken and they're actively building new systems they're aware of trans people for the first time they're aware of systemic racism for the first time mm-hmm. you know the first generation to to really have to just face all of this at once and in a lot of ways i think they're they're killing it i mm-hmm. think they're doing really well by talking about their anxieties mm-hmm. talking about injustice talking mm-hmm. about equity and building mm-hmm. structures that are inherently fair and and just and humane Mm -hmm. um so it's it's kind of you know what am i was most worried about well fucking pick a topic like everything (laughs) is broken yeah everything is broken right but and you know like there's the meme meme culture is a big part of how how you know the coming generations whatever communicate with one another you know and like a you know a dumpster on fire and a dog with a funny hat who says this is fine (laughs) is high art it's avant-garde dadaism (laughs) (laughs) neo-dadaism right um like the the crisis is the solution you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like like necessity is the mother of invention and boy boy do we have some strong needs and i think i think that gen z and um you know this this last many hundreds of years now has been a pretty dramatic series of changes like more rapid changes with technology and and Mm -hmm. you know expansion of the global kind of western colonial genocidal shit show that we are all living with the consequences of mm-hmm. um and like i think that the next generation i'm actually i'm actually hopeful yeah that the next generations will will kind of figure it out oh for sure you know yeah uh i'm definitely worried that they're not gonna <laughs> and that the forces the kind of embodied forces that are already moving us toward every imaginable crisis mm-hmm. um are still they still have a lot of momentum yeah, and a lot of cultural buy-in. For sure. Anyway, uh, you, what are you most worried about with the next generation? <laughs> uh, I mean, I would agree with a lot with, like, you know, worrying about kind of like the way that the next generation has to deal with a lot of the same issues that we've had to deal with our whole lives. Like, they're coming into it fresh, having to deal with it for their full lives. So... I mean, I am hopeful, and yeah, like, a lot of cool stuff is happening, too, like, specifically with, like, people who are younger, like, starting um, organizations or, like, mm. you know, nonprofits and, like, 
already learning to give back to the community, um, which is huge. But I don't know. I guess my main worry um, is almost more like social in the sense that like I'm worried of like how people are going to maintain relationships and like Mm. maintain like community Mm. because like everything we do is so online that it's like we've you know we we haven't forgotten what it's like to to meet in person but like especially like little kids that like i don't know had to stop seeing all their friends and Mm -hmm. like for three Mm -hmm. years and then Mm -hmm. going back to see all your friends like and then you got to figure out you know if they're still like nice to you or if they they still if they are still into poly pockets anymore (laughs) yeah like i don't know i feel like it's everything has changed so much because of like again like the internet and everything um that like i don't know i guess i just i worry for people's like emotional well-being yeah um and it's like you know again this is why i kind of prefaced like i there's a lot of unknown especially in that arena that it's like i i can't put too much like fear into that like mm. worrying about the well-being of the youths <laughs> because it's like it could change at any moment or like yeah. it depends on like what group of people you're talking about you mm. know like some yeah. some kids might be totally fine and like totally like you know develop into normal humans but yeah. you know like i guess just uh Having grown up myself in an era where it's like we we saw the progression of technology and like I still hung out with like all my friends and like we didn't text all day to like talk to each other like yeah. we talked in right. person you didn't we get cyber bullied you you got real yeah. bullied yeah <laughs> physical I mean, yeah. bullied yeah, yeah like I still like grew up in kind of that you know transitioning like a generation like i am a a millennial me too (laughs) an elder millennial. anyways (laughs) don't you dare don't you dare anyways um i guess that would be my main concern because like i don't know i think of like my my niece and nephew that are very very young and like um my nephew has had interactions with other people and he's very loving and i I adore the way that he like interacts with us, mm-hmm. but like I I also worry like he's he's a he's only like four, but I don't know. I guess just thinking of like a child's heart and like knowing that they're gonna get hurt someday mm. just hurts me, mm. and it's like I don't want that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> but obviously, again, like I said, it's not like I can protect children in that sense, like. We all unfortunately have to learn that, you know, the world is not as loving as you'd like it to be, but it would be pretty amazing if there was some way that we or the next generation was able to kind of, like I said, continue that like community work and community care to like maintain those relationships. Yeah. 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 Like knowing about yourself and like knowing your emotional well-being is so important and like like i mean we we talk about this basically every day (laughs) (laughs) every every Um, conversation every day (laughs) so like you know not everyone knows like how to talk about your feelings and like how to talk about what you're experiencing or like like people just don't have the words so if like there was a way to make sure that like the next generation had the words to speak like that's pretty incredible right and like that that's starting off on a good note you know yeah whereas like most of us are learning it much later on in our lives and it's like yeah it's useful now that i know it but it's like wow i would have benefited from this like way (laughs) earlier on (laughs) you know so i don't know what i wish i knew then that i know now yeah yeah Yeah. it's it's that exact idea yeah you know like i mean i think we're both we're both really interested in that aspect of like some of your art has been very um, kind of culturally and emotionally sensitive and challenging and vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, obviously I'm, I, I don't consider sharing 
what I share, which is to say everything, always, way too much. <laughs> um, I don't consider it to be vulnerability. I consider it to be strength um, because I was vulnerable. I was scared to share. I was scared to say that's not what I want mm -hmm. um, or to stand up for myself. And, you know, I'm I'm not healed by any means, but it's getting better. So it's a process of learning. And I think I have seen the signs that that learning is taking place, that that communication and that those, those skills of expressing emotion and needs and vulnerability um, are present. I just, I hope they continue mm -hmm. and I definitely worry that they won't. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm on, you know, I'm honestly hopeful. Yeah. And like, we don't know what will come. Yeah. But I want to be a part of what's good. I want to be sure. a part. I want to be a part of that growth. And that's why I'm in school for psychology now. Mm -hmm. Um. So like, I, I am hopeful. I'm scared as hell. Yeah. It's going to get better before it gets, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah. Of, of course. For as sure. it, As it always does. I mean, community but, care and community aid, mutual aid. Yeah. It's all Join the, a mutual aid group. It's all the future. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That is the future. The future is socialist. <laughs> Suck at capitalism. <laughs> Your day is done. Well, the future just, it includes everyone. It yeah. includes all of us. Yeah. You know, it's not for one person. It's for everyone. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Let's go. We did an hour, dude. I know. We made people sit through an hour of this. How crazy is that? I don't know. You <laughs> tell You tell us. You get up. <laughs> Get up in our socials. Yeah. Yeah, get all up in our socials mm -hmm. with your with your ideas and your words and your comments and criticisms. Yes, please. Yes, please. We are here to listen. We want to listen. We don't just talk. We listen too sometimes. Yes. Yeah. We do indeed. What do you want to what do you what how do you how do we close this mad dash through every every existential level of being? <laughs> Uh, just, uh, so long and thanks for all the fish. Oh, bam. <laughs> God damn, you're cool. No. Silly. No. <laughs> uh. That's always the, the farewell. I mean, that's a, that's a powerful farewell. <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, we'll see you in a, in a little bit. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Uh, apologies for the late post, but, yeah. you know. It happens sometimes. It do. Um, we won't drag this out any longer, I swear to God. Um, there, That is it. Cut it. All right. Bye. We love you. Goodbye.